That was that was it. I could not, in good conscience, continue. Welcome to Plant Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. Kwong Chong is a friend, a vegan, and a voice for the animals here in Dallas. When he was just 10 years old, he learned about the horrific living conditions that chickens endured. And by the time he graduated from college, he was aware that his own food choices had tremendous consequences. Today, his passion is to teach others about animal rights and the effects that animal agriculture has on our planet. Each year, his organization, Our Planet, Theirs Too, holds a vigil called National Animal Rights Day to honor the lives of animals who were slaughtered for food, clothing, and other products. Let's meet Kwong. Kwong, thank you for taking the time to sit with me and chat a little bit about who you are and about your involvement in the vegan community. Happy to be here. Let's learn a little bit first about who you are. Um, Where are you from? Uh, I'm from London, England, actually. Uh, I came over to the States uh, in 97 when I was just 13, and um, I've loved it here. Uh, went to high school here, uh, college, um, and um, it's been fun. Have you always been here in Dallas? Almost all the time. Okay. So uh, I did spend uh, about a year uh, mm-hmm. working for a famous mouse in Orlando, oh. uh, Florida, uh, <laughs> at Walt Disney World. Right, so, exactly. How was that? Was that fun? It was a lot of fun. Uh, I uh, I did so many different things um, going over there, all the way from stocking shelves at a gift shop to training and development. So okay. I would uh, welcome the new cast members to the company, teach them about the Disney standards, the mm-hmm. Disney values training reports, all those kind of fun stuff, uh, making the magic. Yeah. Uh, And it's actually uh, where I became vegetarian when I was working at Disney World. What? Oh my, okay, so tell me about that. So I I, I stayed at home during college and um, I got this uh, internship opportunity at Disney World. So um, you obviously had to be in Orlando for that. So (laughs) moved out. And I, I kind of knew that uh, animals and how they were used for food was a little bit of a sketchy kind of thing. Um, but when I moved out, it kind of put it kind of more in the forefront of my mind. When I was staying on my own, I mean, I was out grocery shopping, cooking for myself, making all of those decisions. and. Uh, there were some things that happened during my life that um, came kind of at an apex then. So mm-hmm. um, when I was in England, I remember when uh, I was in school and the teacher asked us to write a paper about any topic you want, mm-hmm. any topic you want. And for some reason, I um, chose to get some information from the Royal Society for the protection of cruelty to animals. And they sent me a a packet about battery chickens and the way chickens are treated in Mm -hmm. um, factory farming conditions. Mm -hmm. And it was was horrendous. Battery chickens are basically uh, chickens that have been bred and they're stored in wire cages, basically. And 
Um, there's just rows and rows and rows of them in sheds and they're, they're squashed together with um, no, no room to really spread their, their wings um, and to exhibit natural behaviors. I mean, of course, there's no, there's no ground to stand on. They're just standing on metal cages. Mm -hmm. And so they develop um, medical conditions. I mean, their feet do not grow correctly. Um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's horrendous. Oh, so what was it like when you started reading this material and discover this? I think it was really, it was informative to me. Um, mm -hmm. I was probably maybe 10, 10 years old, something like that. So, I mean, still, you get food put in front of you, mm -hmm. you pretty much eat the food that's in front of you. But it, it planted a seed in, seed in my mind. Okay. Um, and I also had, uh, my family was friends with a vegetarian mm -hmm. family. And I went over to their house once, um, and they they served me a vegan meal, uh, a vegetarian meal, and it, it it just kind of put it in my mind. Well, there there is this concept of vegetarians, and there's people that choose not to purchase these types of products. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing that kind of that, that kind of planted the seed. Mm -hmm. um, and that was at ten years old. Yes. Okay, and then again, so now when you're in Orlando, how did you then revisit the idea of, say, animal cruelty? Or... I would say there's probably two other things that also happened. So um, I was a big fan of Star Trek uh, mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Um, the Next Generation, I watched a lot of those <laughs> episodes, and I thought it was interesting that in Gene Roddenberry's uh, vision of the future that um, the humans didn't really eat animals anymore. They had, they had replicators and that's how they got um, food mm -hmm. to eat. And it, it kind of makes sense that as we grow and develop as a species, that would be a natural evolution mm -hmm. where we don't need to exploit um, a living, other living beings. And also during college, I, uh, I volunteered for a program called Alternative Spring Break. Basically, they, they sent college students around the country to different volunteer projects. And they happened to send me to Waco, Texas. Oh, wow. uh, I wasn't so excited <laughs> in the beginning because I was thinking, oh, wow, Waco, exciting. But, and then they were sending others to all other places around the country. But I'm so grateful for the experience because I uh, volunteered on a, a subsistence farm. Mm -hmm. um, basically, this farm um, taught uh, Christian missionaries how to farm with very little resources, tools, equipment, and they sent those missionaries to Haiti, uh, where there's a lot of famine. I was there about a week, and we would not have eaten any um, animal flesh Except there was a person in my group that um, complained he hadn't uh, eaten any um, meat. <laughs> and we, we slaughtered an animal um, because of that. So they, they took a, a ram, hung it up by its hind legs, and cut its throat. What I realized from that was uh, the, at least the degree of care these farmers were taking to reduce the suffering was impossible in a factory 
farming condition. So, so you witnessed um, the slaughtering of this ram? Yes. So then you saw you start to make that connection? Absolutely. I mean, I think if more people had to look the animal they're eating in the eye before they were killed, maybe people would question, is this really necessary? And then what happened? What uh, gave the final push for you to... The final um... push was really... I couldn't really reconcile it in my mind. If I know that there's, there's these types of practices going on that I disagree with, why, why am I contributing to it? And it just kind of went over and over in my head. And ultimately I said, well, let me just go watch uh, a video um, just to make sure what I'm doing is I'm fully informed, basically. And I watched a video called Meet Your Meat, um, uh, created by People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA. Mm-hmm. And what I saw in that video was horrific. Even worse than the paper literature I received when I was a child. That was, that was it. I could not, in good conscience, continue. I went to the grocery store and uh, I was just like, well, I need my protein. So I literally, I went to the, uh, the bean section and I just got, I just bought like every single type of bean they had mm-hmm. and just, and that was the start. So it was overnight? Pretty much overnight. I will say I did it maybe a few weeks before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving came around and there was so much food. So I did relapse. But then after that, I got back on the bandwagon. Well, good for you. Being that we are approaching the holidays, I also would like to know, what do you eat now? I spend a lot of time probably relying on my other vegan friends to help me out. Because uh, they are wonderful cooks in general, I found in the vegan community. And it, I think it really does put you more in touch with the types of foods you eat, um, yeah. going vegetarian and vegan. Because you start to focus more on what you might have called sides to your meal before. <laughs> so those veggies, lentils, beans, uh, nuts... Um, all those other types of uh, vegetables, uh, mushrooms, all those types of other plant-based mm-hmm. foods, you start to say, hey, what's, what's, what else can I try? Mm-hmm. It's just like the beans. I'd never, I'd never eaten so many different kinds of beans in my life. <laughs> but when, when I had, had necessity to, I was like, wow, it's amazing. Right. <laughs> There's so many types of plants we can eat. And... It's funny that we, we think, well, I mean, you, you go to a wedding and they say, well, do you want the chicken, the beef, or the fish? And you think, well, those are three different kinds of things you can eat. But think about how many different kinds of plants there are. Speaking of, so I saw that you had recently posted that you were going to a wedding and yes. then you had a backup plant just in case. Yes. But how was it? Were you able to find anything to eat? I was. So uh, I was invited to the wedding um, as a date. And uh, fortunately, my date uh, communicated my needs um, to wow. the 
the the couple um, getting married, and they were very very accommodating, and oh. it was uh, it was nice. They 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 got me like a um, vegetable zucchini uh, stack uh, with like a balsamic vinaigrette kind of sauce. Mm-hmm. It was it was really good. Okay, good. Yeah, because sometimes we we deal with those um, the issues of attending events and other things, and always have to plan ahead of time. It it, it is, and and I think it's this. The, there are some social aspects to going vegan, right? I mean, eating is a communal activity. It is a, an opportunity for us to break bread and and talk with people. And when you eat something different than others, or in some cases, there is nothing for you to eat mm-hmm. with others. It impacts, or it can impact, the experience you have with others. Mm-hmm. And um, I, 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 what I found is, is trying to be as transparent and can do with people is, I found, is the best approach. And if you, a lot of people, when you ask them, um, they're very accommodating mm-hmm. a lot of the time because um, people want. I mean, if they invite you to something. They wanted you to be there. Did you take any cooking classes or watch any videos on learning how to make food on your own? Uh, I just, just to be correct myself, I went vegetarian right after. Oh, yes. Um, uh, graduating from college at, okay. at Disney, and the vegan took a little bit longer. A little longer. It's actually about ten years longer. What? <laughs> I know it's, it. It is incredible. Wow. To me, when I hear that yeah. now, that. Uh, Wow, it took me 10 years. I think part, I mean, a big part of it was that fellowship I touched mm-hmm. on earlier is I'm already the outcast vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be the nutcase vegan now? <laughs> and uh, fortunately, I found the vegan community in Dallas uh, when I returned to Dallas. And it made it more possible. It, mm-hmm. it gave me some people to talk about. And they gave me some encouragement and kind of gave me some a social structure sure. to work with. Right. And once I found that, it was probably about another six months and then I went vegan. Oh, that's that. not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did you move towards being a leader in the, the animal rights movement? It was probably an, about another six months after I went vegan, I had joined... Um, a uh, Facebook group called North Texas Vegans. I saw a, uh, a post about a uh, protest, Barnum and Bailey's uh, Circus. I went and it was so interesting to see the diversity of people that were there. I found people that were not vegan, that were protesting the cruelty for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, something um, that we don't need in that form. How do you explain to someone that's at a circus what they're seeing as entertainment is actually cruel to the animals? Showing them pictures, getting them to do some research on their own video, um, because there's so much evidence, mm-hmm. documentation of this abuse. I mean, do you really think these large land animals want to do all of those tricks mm-hmm. um, for their own pleasure. Do you think it's comfortable for them 
to be standing up on their hind legs, you know, doing some wacky balancing act. And I, and I think reasonable people would surmise that maybe not, that this very powerful and strong animal probably wouldn't do these kinds of things without some degree of coercion. Yeah. And that coercion comes uh, in beating. When they first get a, a baby elephant, they do what's essentially, they break the will of the elephant. The trainers, so to speak, uh, assert dominance over it. So they will, they will take the legs of the elephant and uh, pull, pull them to four corners, basically. Oh. Almost like a medieval torture device. We don't need that mm -hmm. to be entertained. So what other um, forms of activism do you participate in? One of the groups um, I organize and, and lead in, in Dallas is called Our Planet Theirs Too. Mm -hmm. uh, we organize an event called National Animal Rights Day. Mm -hmm. And it's done on the first Sunday in uh, June every year. Um, so uh, we're consistent. And it's a day we bring the focus back to animals, bring attention to how they're used and abused for food, entertainment, experimentation. We organize events um, <laughs> around the world for this. Um, so uh, a key portion of the uh, event we have around the world is a memorial for animals. We have a funeral for them. We mm -hmm. um, we have music. Uh, we have um, readings. We have um, speeches. Uh, Dr. Mm -hmm. Riz, your husband, <laughs> spoke <laughs> at um, our, our one this year. Uh, it's an opportunity for the community to um, learn about and meet others that are interested um, in uh, what's, what's happening with animals. I'm just so heartwarmed that the community uh, comes together for mm -hmm. this. Um, the first year we organized National Animal Rights Day, so many people came together and it was a cathartic experience mm -hmm. for the attendees mm -hmm. that they finally had an outlet for the emotion that they have felt, just the, the knowledge of what is happening to animals on a grand scale. Uh, 56 billion land animals, just land animals, killed mm -hmm. every year mm -hmm. um, for, uh, for food. It, it's, it's almost like a celebration of life after mm -hmm. Um, where we have uh, almost like a mini festival. Mm -hmm. We have um, other animal advocacy groups um, in the DFW area. They all come to table. Um, we have some. We had food this year mm -hmm. for the first time. Nature's Plate assisted us uh, with providing food, and we hope to grow it over time. Uh, we would. Uh, I mean, I would love to have it um, become uh, it, its own kind of uh, separate event that brings in lots of different kinds of people from mm -hmm. lots of different backgrounds across the community and not just 
those that are already vegan. And but you're also outreaching to people to get them more active. November 2nd, we will have the Texas Veggie Fair happening again. And this year, it looks like it's going to be a big one. <laughs> They're celebrating 10 years at the Dallas Farmers Market. Are you planning on having a booth there? And, yes. and do you have volunteers yes. that are uh, mm-hmm. very, very excited uh, about that? I mean, it's incredible to see how much that fair has grown over time. I I attended it, I don't know, maybe the fourth fourth year for the first time. And I didn't realize there were so many people interested mm-hmm. in vegetarians, uh, vegetarianism or veganism. I just was like, where did these people come from? <laughs> um, but it's grown over time and I'm mm-hmm. sure it will be over 10,000 people that uh, will be visiting this year um i uh, so we'll have a table for our planet there's too mm-hmm. um uh, we'll be sharing some art from uh, some artists that created uh work for national animal rights day uh, uh-huh. this uh this year um to engage with the public uh share a little bit about what we do our mission um we'll have t-shirts as well um, um, yes, I have a T-shirt already too. Yes, yes. Our planet, there's two. two. What do you find works for you? <clears throat> there's a few different things I do. Um, personal advocacy, just on my own personal Facebook wall. Um, I post about um, stories about veganism, uh, food, of course. Everyone <laughs> likes to eat good food. That usually will get a little bit uh, additional engagement, perhaps. Right. <laughs> uh, and just a little over a year ago now, uh, I started a series called uh, Six Pack Sunday. I do calisthenics. Every every Sunday, I post about some calisthenics activity I do. I actually am not very strong on the vegan message at this time on it. I'm trying to show that you can get stronger and bigger on a uh, plant-based diet um, and that um, requiring animal protein to do that is a myth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely is a myth. Yes. And um, I've gotten good engagement. Uh, so I, I posted on Instagram. Um, I'm at uh, vegan SJW. And uh, I have people comment about it, uh, whether it's online, my Facebook wall, where it gets reposted, Instagram or um, just in conversation I have with people that they talk about it, they mm-hmm. mention it to me. And um, that's, that's something I'm, I, I started about a year ago and it's, it's been a fun ride. I've noticed a transformation. Have you found that you have to meal plan? I probably am just doing it anyway. Uh, so cooking wise, I, I like to say I cook for Efficiency and nutrition. Okay. <laughs> not so much for flavor. Okay. So um, I use a pressure cooker mm-hmm. and I eat a lot of beans. I, I just cook pots, pots of the stuff and then I just stick it in the fridge and just get that. And vegetable wise, I just kind of just get any, any kind of vegetable that I kind of fancy. I love microwaving food because <laughs> it's just so easy and quick to do. Right. So I'll do that. Uh, make rice as well. So brown rice, white rice. So those are my kind of the main components. And then I'll put a little bit of seasonings on it. So soy sauce, 
a little bit of oil. Um, mm -hmm. I something I've kind of realized um, as I've gone on my vegan journey is the whole food plant based. It's healthier for you, and it helps to balance the nutrition that you're eating. Because if you're eating a lot of say oily foods, you can be out of balance in the number of calories you're mm -hmm. consuming versus how much you actually need. And when you eat whole food plant-based, it makes it a lot harder to overeat. Because mm -hmm. I'll tell you, for me, even as a vegetarian, mm -hmm. uh, when I first went vegetarian and I was working out a lot, I actually lost weight. Um, and it's, it's just when you're eating all of this fibrous foods, I mean, your stomach, you just fill up. Mm -hmm. You do. And it's just, I don't, I don't feel like I have to eat more. It's just like, I feel like, that's, a, I'm like that's enough. I have to get you to think to myself, I need to eat more. That's actually, <laughs> which is actually kind of fun because right. you just like, eat, whatever, right. eat, eat as much as you can. And you feel satisfied too, yeah. don't you? Are you feeling stronger? I am stronger because I, yeah. I, I can see uh, how many reps I can do. Mm -hmm. uh, or even reps at all. I, I post about the different things I do, and I invite people to uh, ask me to do something. Okay. So any kind of exercise, whatever, um, they get me to do all kinds of things. And Is this like a little challenge that you're like, like, I'm, okay. I'm like a, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. And basically, I, I, they can just ask me to do anything, uh -huh. and I'll, I'll give it a go. There's the Green Sally Up Challenge, <laughs> and then this, it's a song by uh, Moby, Okay. And it goes like, green Sally up, green Sally down, da, 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 da. And okay. then whenever they say green Sally up, you've got to do like a, a push-up. And then you've got to oh. hold it, like like when you're going up and down, up and down. And you're, you're supposed to last the whole song. Okay. And so when someone challenged me <laughs> to do that, I, did, I gave it a go. I did not complete the challenge. Uh, it's on my list to retry again. <laughs> The challenge I was thinking of was a, a diamond push-up. So okay. someone challenged me to go do a diamond push-up, <laughs> and I tried it, and I, I wasn't able to do it. But I kept at it, and I could probably do, I don't know, eight or nine diamond push-ups now. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting stronger. Great. Well, now I'm going to have to think of a challenge for you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I want to participate do. in that. Please do. <laughs> and you have other people join you, or at least I've seen Fitz. Yeah, Fitz you. has joined me a couple of times. <laughs> uh, we've hung out. Uh, I've learned some of the things he does. Uh, and it's good to have someone else. Um, mm -hmm. They can give you tips about what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not a professional by any means at all. I mean, a lot of the stuff I do is... Uh, I mean, like push-ups and crunches, uh, you know, these are all regular activities mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. have been done a long time by many different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. um, but having them look at you, see how the, how your form is, things like that, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's fun. And then also to kind of challenge you a little bit, mm -hmm. to push yourself um, to be your best. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Are you the only vegan in your family? I am, unfortunately. <laughs> What's uh, that like? Well, so it is tough with family when uh, they haven't had that epiphany mm -hmm. yet. Um, I, I am a big fan of focus on the people that are open to the message. Because mm -hmm. there, the, there, there are those people out there that haven't heard it yet um, that deserve it. They deserve to know what 
um, what happens to animals. They deserve to know what impact um, eating animal flesh um, has on their bodies and their health. Mm. They mm -hmm. deserve to know the environmental impact of uh, greenhouse gases from um, cows and animal agriculture, how it's uh, destroying our ozone layer. Um, they deserve to know uh, food security, uh, world hunger. Um, they deserve to know um, our choices about what we eat have an impact on not just uh, non-human animals, mm -hmm. but humans mm -hmm. as well. Yes. I recall you saying that you wanted to sort of, when I was promoting the Game Changers movie, that you wanted to sort of make sure or not necessarily attend those screening because you wanted to make sure that other people that really needed to hear this message attended. I feel that these types of movies make it much more accessible. Mm -hmm. um, veganism or vegetarianism, um, they can access it in a convenient format, you know, just on Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. Anytime, anywhere, doctors that know about the nutrition aspects. Uh, it's, a, it's a big growing area, uh, uh, like Dr. Riz. I mean, <laughs> plant-based nutrition in health practice is a growing area. Mm. What movies would you recommend and or books? If they're interested in the ethics, I would say you've got to watch Dominion. It's a documentary really about what happens behind the scenes when these animals are being bred for food. It is a showcase of standard industry practice for breeding, confining, mm -hmm. and killing animals. And when you look at the numbers, again, 56 billion land animals, think about how many of them suffer. What other movie do you think is effective? So, uh, for environmental reasons, I recommend Cows Cowspiracy. Because mm. it, it really talks about how um, animal agriculture impacts the environment. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the uh, greenhouse gas emissions. And also, the main cause of deforestation is clearing the land for more animal production, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so when did, uh, so just recently we were talking about the Amazon rainforest is on fire, mm -hmm. literally on fire. I was in Deep Ellum. I saw uh, a gentleman, he was uh, doing outreach about that, um, about the rainforest. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, are you vegan or vegetarian? He said, no. And I said, did you know um, ninety-one percent of rainforests uh, cut down is for animal agriculture. Mm -hmm. These choices we have, we make, and what we put in our mouths mm -hmm. have an impact. If there wasn't the demand for animal agriculture products as as it is now, they would not be doing that. Mm -hmm. What do you give up? Um, when you become vegan and they say uh, you don't give up anything you just stop taking that which is uh, not yours there are lots of different options these days especially in 2019 if people want to join your organization or be more active what social media should they follow you gave us your instagram account, yes but... yeah so that's my personal instagram mm -hmm. um but uh i have um for uh, our planet, there's to Dallas. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a, a page on Facebook called 
uh, well, it's facebook.com slash V-T-H-E-N-A-R-D mm-hmm. and Dallas. Mm-hmm. So the Nod Dallas. Um, and just, uh, you can go there and um, get information about when we, uh, when we have uh, different events and, uh, of course, when National Animal Rights Day um, is. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you save the date, June 7th, mm-hmm. 2020. Yes. June 7th, 2020, save that date. It's the uh, first Sunday in June. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us uh, so that people can become more informed? If you're not on social media, you can still email us. We, we are at thenarddallas at gmail.com as well. Uh, send an email, um, send a message on Facebook to, uh, to our page. Um, uh, I just love engaging with other people who, who, want, to, who want to learn more and, and want to make a difference. Um, I'm happy to connect you with... Um, any any other group that's doing animal advocacy, I, I would say our planet there's too. Most of our work is really focused on National Animal Rights Day, mm-hmm. but uh, I consider it a day of unification for the the animal advocacy community to come together. So if there's something you're interested in and you want to help animals, I'll, I'll I'll help I'll help you get to where you want to be. Animal Connection of Texas, um, it's been going on since the '80s. Um, uh, actually one of the organizers of that circus protest that I went to when I first got into animal advocacy uh, they will be tabling uh, with me at uh, the Texas Veggie Fair as well Mm -hmm. Um, uh, they do a lot of the kind of um, creative outreach opportunities demonstrations they actually have a uh, potluck uh, kind of a Thanksgiving holiday themed potluck coming up Saturday, uh, November 16th. Nice. And uh, that's, that'll be at noon mm-hmm. at the Meadow Center in Dallas. The people in the vegan community in Dallas are so, so talented in all the things they make. They, they can basically make anything that you would normally have with um, animal flesh. They can make it out of something that's plant-based. That's amazing. And it's amazing. So, and is this potluck open to anybody? And, yeah, it's uh, open to anyone. Okay. Um, so the website is actexas.org. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'd recommend you go to the Facebook page. Um, so just search for Animal Connection of Texas. Mm-hmm. Go to that page. We'll have the event there posted. Hasn't been posted yet. Okay. Thank you so much, Kwong, for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, thank you to... for having me. I was yeah. excited that you asked me to come talk. I'm... Uh, the work that you and and Riz have been doing has been incredible. I mean, you've been you've been really consistent, persistent at this. You've been engaging the, uh, the DFW community um, in person, online. Uh, incredible work you guys have been wow. doing. Um, well, thank you. And, and getting to know you and being when we can participate in activism, we try. We are as passionate as you are. And as you know, when you believe in this, you want the whole world to know and be informed. Yeah, yeah. We, we so it's nice that we can work together, help each other out. We really took to you and and are drawn to what you're doing and the message that uh, you're sending as well. So thank you thank, so much for you. your time. Thank you been listening to Dr. Riz and Maya with Plant-Based DFW.